This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday relatable and usable advice. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Tim Stating the Obvious. How many times have you caught yourself in a situation or situations thinking, I wish I had some dependable people to give these tasks to? Or have you wondered why your boss didn't delegate as much that you think they should? Maybe you thought to yourself, eh, I'll just do it myself. It won't take long. I can do this task better anyway. My favorite is maybe you have someone who isn't a subject matter expert on an area in your company. And maybe their strengths aren't in this particular aspect of the company, but they always insist on providing more input and more than their fair share. And it just makes the whole process a lot more complicated than it needs to be. Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about leaders who do way too much. Delegating and developing others is what we do as leaders. And by holding those prized tasks to yourself, it's robbing you of development and robbing others of development too. And speaking of developing, um, if you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to this show. Hit that bell icon so that you will be alerted when we release a new episode, Where it, whether it's either on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, YouTube, or Facebook. Uh, those are the three loca- or the four locations that we usually release our platform. We're also on Google Play Store as well. So go ahead and subscribe and hit that icon. Also, if you haven't checked out The Obvious Minute on our Facebook page, we have two new episodes out. It's uh, literally a minute. Uh, one is a product product review of the Michael Hyatt Full Focus Planner, and the other one is along the similar topic of making sure that we develop others and also yourself. In preparation for this week's episode, I read through several articles and polls on why leaders don't delegate as much, and I found that there are some common ground on which on which they or we don't delegate. Believe it or not, 25% believe that they could do the job better themselves and if they delegated it. 21% had a fear of failure, so they felt like if they delegated the task that it would fail. 17% feared that they would lose control of the project or control in general. 13% didn't know how to delegate. 11% lacked the trust in those they worked with. And 9% wanted the glory and the praise that came along with the task or project all for themselves. And 4% said that they didn't have enough time to train people to delegate them. And I thought about those reasons and I thought about my own career and my own past and I was thinking, hmm, I wonder how many categories of those seven that I have fallen into. Pretty much along the line, I've fallen into every single category. Some of them are very, very similar, especially like, you know, fear of failure, fear of losing control, lack the trust or confidence could also be tied into whether they could believe that they could do it better or not. But, you know, looking at each one of these reasons... Uh, I'm going to offer a counterpoint to those on whether or not those are good enough reasons not to delegate. So starting with the first one that those 25% believe that they could do it better. I, I think everyone comes to the realization where they've come into being mature with their own experiences, how they work on certain projects and tasks and how they absorb information. And then they also think that they know how their bosses know how to receive information. So they think naturally, well, if I just do this task myself, 
I could just do it better versus giving it to somebody else. I would argue that you're probably too close to the problem and that delegating is better. And here's why. If you delegate it out to somebody that you think, hey, you know what? They're really, really smart. They're really talented. It does two things. One, it develops them. Two, it instills that trust into the team that you trust them with a big enough task. And then three, it allows you to take a step back from the problem, put somebody else in between the problem and allow them to work it. And then you can critique it and refine it as the product is being developed. And between the two of you together, or even the three or four of you that you delegated it to, much better product than if you just did it yourself. You know, three heads, you know, are definitely better than one and different points of views into the project. You know, too many hands, you know, into the cookie jar also isn't good. But a little bit of delegation and a little bit of, you know, collaboration goes a long way. Again, when you delegate, you also have to follow up on the task. So believing that you could do it better than two or three other people is just false. And for the second category, 21% had a fear of failure, meaning they thought that if they delegated the task, that it would run into failure. You know, and this one I can relate to uh, because many times as leaders, you know, the responsibility and the accountability lies with us. So even if you do delegate it down to somebody, if it does fail or doesn't go well, you're going to be accountable for it and you're responsible for it. So that one, you know, for almost a quarter of the people that have a legitimate fear of this, I, I can understand where that fear comes from. However, if you get over that fear and you learn to delegate the, you know, I'm not going to say the right way, but if you learn to delegate effectively and you communicate well and you establish follow-up procedures and then that way you're constantly having a pulse and maintaining uh, what's going on you can course correct you know almost anything that you delegate down and then still assume the responsibility and the accountability of it as it goes up because you've been involved in the process you see delegating means that you've assigned the task to somebody else but you know that you're still responsible and you know that you're still accountable so you're going to guide them through the process. Delegating allows you to tie your resources up into allowing you to do some of the other things that you may have to do because your boss told you directly, I want you to do this. It doesn't mean uh, that you're giving up all responsibility and you can wash your hands of it. It just means you're going to have to you know, trust a lot more than you normally would before. And that goes into the next fear that people have, that they would lose control of the project or lose control in general of what's going on. And that one I can kind of relate to as well. However, again, you know, you have to take everything uh, into account. If you just give someone the task and you walk away from it, well, then that's just, you know, giving up. You washed your hands of it. Again, follow up is key. Task and purpose. Hey, here is what I need you to do. Here's the reason why I need you to do it. And here is how we are going to follow up and communicate on this. So that way I can help you through it. You know, that way they also get the credit. They also get the development and they can grow themselves. If everyone's in their comfort zone all the time, you're not going to grow. You're just going to stay stagnant. You know, somebody said uh, at one time that, hey, you know, people flourish when you give them a task, you give them a purpose and motivation and direction, and then you follow up with them and you go through the process with them on how they can achieve success. So no matter how you look at it, when you delegate, you're not giving up control, you're empowering control. And you're empowering those who work with you and you're also building trust. This all benefits from being able to delegate and follow up. 
The next one with 13% of the people who said they didn't know how to delegate. You know, a junior leader, I could understand, you know, how you would be worried of, am I delegating the right tasks? Am I delegating to too many people? Am I not doing enough? Well, maybe I should do more. If I'm delegating everything and other people are doing all the work, then what am I actually doing? Uh, So a lot of people just didn't know how to delegate. Again, I go back to the simple things of give people a task, give people a purpose, give them motivation on why they need to do it, and then give them, you know, a reasonable explanation when you're going to follow up. When are you going to check on something or when you expect them to follow up with you on something? Experienced I get in leadership, I, re- I come to realize that I've always told people what I needed to do and when I needed it from them. And I really failed to understand of the fact, the simple fact of what I needed them to do when I needed them to follow up with me and then when it was due. So that way I had more touch points along the the development of whatever it is that we're doing on the project. Because believe it or not, when I did do the the delegation of the task, I said, hey, this is what I want done, and this is what needs to be done by, I would constantly go to them and invest energy in going back to them. Instead of putting it on the flip side of going, hey, I need you to follow up with me on these times, which then allowed me to focus my energy you know, more broad and focused outward on the things that need to get done and the things that needed to get done without having to me engage and following up with, Hey, where are we at with this? It was on the inverse. They came back to me and I gained a lot more time not having to chase people down for a status update. They you know came back to me, which was great. Once I figured that out, delegating became a lot more efficient. And for those that have the 11% with the lack of trust in those that they worked with, that goes to, you know, you have to build a cohesive team. And it all starts with trust. So if you're brand new to an organization, I understand that you're going to delegate a little bit less at first. And then towards the end of your time there or towards, you know, the time that you've been there significantly, you're going to delegate a lot more because you've built that trust and you've built the, the trust with those that you work with. And then you also will find out, you know, who you can trust with certain tasks and who you can't trust with certain tasks. And that's okay to know that. Uh, At the beginning, I said, you know, have you ever thought to yourself why your boss didn't delegate as much as you think they should? Well, you know, I've been in situations where my boss used to delegate a lot and then they dialed back on what they delegated. And what it boiled down to is he was losing trust in the team to get certain things done. So he didn't delegate as much. He had a very uh, select few that he would delegate to. And I would say that that was robbing the rest of the team on development because he was more concerned about his own success and which you should be concerned about your success. But you also need to develop others too. And when you get into a situation where you're like, no, this is too, too grand, too big for me to, to risk, you know, then you need to go back to focus on building your team and building that trust and building up the talent that you have. And if you can't build up that talent, then there comes a point where you need to bring a new talent. And that's okay too. Uh, But, you know, just because you lack some trust, go back to the basics, build your team and get back to the point where you can delegate, uh, especially with those that may have broken that trust with you. Give them smaller tasks so that they can, you know, earn that trust back and get developed as well. The last two, you know, people who want the glory and praise that come with the task for themselves. To me, this is a no brainer. If you're a leader, guess what? You get the glory and praise that comes with your team succeeding. You know, just because you did a, a project and you were the lead on it, if you did it all by yourself and it turns out bad, you're going to get the blame for it. If you delegated it to your team and it did bad, you're going to get the blame for it anyway. So why not develop people in the process? 
It's a win-win on that one. And if they do good and your team does good, you're going to get the praise and glory that comes with it too. So don't be, don't confuse your proximity to something of with your importance to something. Just because you're not the first one on the line to do something doesn't mean you're not that important. Just because you delegate the task to somebody doesn't mean that you're not going to get the benefits that come with it of success. Because an individual success leads to team successes, which leads to organizational success. And all in all, you can't beat that. For those selfish people, out there who want the glory for themselves get beyond it delegate everyone's going to get recognition in the end and lastly for the four percent that said they didn't have enough time to train people to delegate well that goes back to if you don't train your people and develop them then you will always be doing things by yourselves and you will never get the chance to delegate and that's just a simple fact if you don't make the time to train and develop people then you're going to have to make the time to do everything yourself And then if you end up doing everything yourself, you're going to miss the bigger picture on a lot of things. I'm a big proponent of you always have to keep, you know, some separation between you and a problem, whether that's people working a problem so you can take a step back and have a different perspective and a more strategic outlook on it or to have uh, take a step back so you can have the bigger picture outlook whatever it is take the time to develop your people take the time to develop them because if you don't those four percent are always going to be the ones who are always stressed out always complaining they don't have enough time because there's too much to do if you always have the mindset of i don't have enough time you're never going to have enough time because you don't make the time you have enough time you just have to make the time to invest it well. And that goes with not doing too much yourself and developing your people. Allow them to surprise you with their successes and their ingenuity. They will do it. They're completely brilliant. So allow them to be brilliant. You know, as I was thinking about the topic for today's episode and everything that went around uh, with it, there was, you know, tons of reasons of what people said, why they didn't delegate, and they all kind of surfaced around those seven core topics. And the lower ones, you know, those were kind of, you know, superficial, but the ones at the top, I would say, get after them. You know, take a hard look at yourself stretch yourself so that way you can grow then also stretch those around you so they can grow too you know delegating as much as a development tool for others as it is for yourself thank you for listening to today's episode of tim stating the obvious where we talked about if you're doing too much as a leader and you're not delegating enough you could be setting yourself up for failure but before we end i would like to ask if you could please subscribe comment and share this podcast with some and provide some feedback help generate discussion on the subject i'm sure you've had you know your horror stories about delegating your success stories about delegation i want to hear it other people want to hear it also if you haven't um stopped by our facebook site uh please do so we started with some videos on uh, one minute call it the uh, obvious minute with literally a minute and then we also have a product review as well so come check it out lastly i'm very interested in hearing about your stories and your experiences to keep this discussion going if you have something to contribute contribute if not you know like and comment on you know just hey thanks like the input that's great too anything to help generate uh, some type of discussion is beneficial i really hope you enjoyed this episode and come back for another one i'm tim staten stating the obvious (laughs) 